Welcome to Knowledgeable Aging. I'm your host, Jason Kotar. Joining us today to talk about living happier and healthier with virtual reality is Carly Berryman. As the CEO of Viva Vita, Carly wants to bring virtual reality to retirement communities and senior individuals for engaging experiences that promote brain health and community fellowship. In 2019, Carly had an idea that would catalyze a change for the mental health of seniors. She watched her grandmother, Glenda, age each year and not be able to enjoy experiences as she did before becoming a senior. One day, Glenda shared with Carly that she had no reason to get out of bed in the morning. Carly wanted to help her granny and hundreds of other grannies and grandpas improve their mental wellness and quality of life. Today, Viva Vita is made up of a youthful team of innovators and dynamic team members passionate to break through the virtual reality industry for seniors. How are you doing today, Carly? I'm great, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward. Before we get started, Carly, a little bit of housekeeping. For those that are joining us for the live webinar, type your questions in. Time permitting, we will do everything in our power to get your questions answered. So Carly, I'm gonna turn it over to you. What's next, virtual reality for seniors? Yes, thank you so much. Um, and thank you to everyone watching for welcoming me onto your screen today. Um, as Jason said, my name is Carly Berryman, and today I'll be talking about virtual reality, um, how you know what it is, how we can uh, uh, leverage it ourselves, and what the benefits may be for our own health. Um, before we get into that, I just wanted to give a little bit more on my background. So, um, my name is Carly Berryman, and I am a lifelong senior advocate. I've always felt a strong connection with and respect for the generations that came before me. And it made me a bit of a nerdy kid, always wanting to hang out with uh, the generations older than I was. Um, but I've always just felt that connection. I've loved learning from them, hearing their stories. Um, and that, that passion, as well as experiences with my own grandmother, led me to found Viva Vita. We're a company that brings virtual reality to seniors for better quality of life and mental wellness. Um, I'm also an international virtual reality uh, speaker and expert on the intersection of virtual reality and senior care. I'm a member and speaker of the International VR and Healthcare Association as well. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into it. So what is virtual reality? Um, the way I typically explain VR, uh, VR being short for virtual reality, is it's kind of like watching something on your TV screen, watching TV, right? Um, but what's different, there are a couple key differences. Um, when you're watching TV, you know, you're seeing it on a 2D screen, um, maybe hanging up on your wall in front of you. Um, virtual reality has its own a screen, um, but it's actually inside of a VR headset or VR goggles, like you can see this woman wearing here. And the other big difference between watching TV and putting on a VR headset is not just the change in hardware, but it's also kind of like jumping inside your TV screen. So you are now an active role in whatever program that is. And uh, with this headset on, you're able to look all around you. It actually, there's a, a computer inside that generates a virtual environment. And so just like in a real environment, you're able to look all around you, up and down. And um, it's like you are completely somewhere else. So in the case of this woman here, she's actually diving with Sir David Attenborough. That's the gentleman in that submarine there. Um, and they are off the coast of New Zealand in the Great Barrier Reef. And so with that headset on, she is able to look all around up at him. Um, 
and there's a, a an ocean around her although in reality she's actually probably you know in a room or at her office completely dry of course um, and just enjoying this entertainment so there's many things that we can do with virtual reality just like there's many things that we can do with tv um, yeah another uh, way of kind of thinking about it is like a viewmaster if you ever uh, played with one of these as a kid you know you put in the different pictures this is kind of just taking it to an entirely new level. Um, so some possibilities. So we can travel in virtual reality, and I have just an example of that immersive nature here. Um, you can go all over the world, and again, so when you're in the VR headset, you, you can look all around you, and you'd see something like this. So here we are in Paris. And the environment, it, it doesn't stop. It continues as you move around. Um, just like in, in TV, we can also learn and explore new things with virtual reality. So there are all sorts of programs out there, um, from science programs to you know, and touring the Anne Frank House. Um, and beyond that, we can also we can pretty much go anywhere, right? Uh, real or imagined. So here are some examples of uh, a beach and a forest. Uh, virtual reality can be a great tool to relax as well. So by virtue of any of these environments, whether you are stimulating your mind through these travel programs or educational programs, or relaxing your mind through one of a you know, scene like this, um, what really is the key here is the immersive nature of virtual reality. So when you're watching TV, you know, see it, it's flat. You may lose yourself for it, uh, lose yourself in it for a couple of minutes and kind of, you know, forget about maybe what you've been worrying about that day. Sure. But virtual reality, it, it does something that's, again, just one level above. Um, because, you know, and I actually have a headset here. When you have this headset on, because all of the visual stimuli that your brain is getting, everything that you see is actually from, generated by this computer, and um, is totally different from your real environment, your brain begins to think that you are actually in this virtual environment. So let's take an example. So here on the left, we have a beautiful beach in Mallorca, Spain. Um, this is a real VR experience that we offer. So when you when you sit in this this beach, um, all that you see, you only see the beach. You don't see your room or your office, wherever you physically are. And that stimuli, that incoming stimuli, tells your brain that you have left your office, you've left your room, and you are sitting on this beach, in fact. And so what this means, this powerful escape, can actually play a role in our day-to-day -day health. So as I'm sure we can all relate to, um, we've all felt a little bit trapped in the last few months, or I know I have at least, um, with quarantine orders and being locked down. Um, it's harder to get out. Um, but even before the pandemic, I heard from my friends at retirement communities that, you know, I, I, I just heard it often that uh, they felt trapped. Um, you know, they my friend Anne, she said that, you know, it's hard for her to get out. She doesn't uh, drive anymore. She actually just uh, got a wheelchair. So it's it's difficult to go out and live life and explore and do the things that we used to. Um, and of course, that's just been worsened by, by COVID. Um, 
Besides that, here in the middle we have a picture of someone that appears to be suffering from some pain. Um, again, this virtual reality escape can provide a bit of uh, exactly that, an escape from these uncomfortable feelings. And I can relate this to something in my own life. Um, my granny Glinda mentioned earlier, um, she suffers from chronic arthritis in her hands and so she's often wearing uh, braces or special gloves to kind of mitigate that pain. But we've found in my family that uh, putting on the VR headset, you know, if she spends 20 or 30 minutes in the headset, she can actually kind of forget about the pain that she's experiencing. And it's great for um, when it is really, uh, there's an uptick and, and it's bothering her. And the best part is, of course, is that instead of relying more on our medication um, and increasing that, she's able to have this drug-free pain solution. And then on the right, we have someone who's just experiencing boredom. And again, I think we can all relate to this, especially in the last few months. Um, being bored is just, it's, it's more uh, detrimental to your health than you may realize. And again, I bring it back to my grandmother. Um, one day she told me that, you know, she, was, she said, I don't know why I get up so early. I don't know, sometimes I, I wonder if I even should get up because I know the longer I'm awake, the more time I have to do nothing. And um, this boredom really gets to her. So this, these are just a few examples of uh, some challenges uh, that virtual reality can help combat through this immersive escape. And you don't just have to take my word for it either. There are many studies that have come out and that are still in the works uh, such as the National Institute of Health, the Journal of Gerontology, MIT Age Lab, um, and they're coming out with studies that show that VR, in fact, can be used as a tool to mitigate pain, to help alleviate um, mental and emotional issues like anxiety and depression, and overall just provide that escape, that, that needed source of engagement. Um, so I think we will continue to see this tool appear more and more in, in all sorts of spaces, but especially in the healthcare arena and senior care space. So um, we've learned a little bit about what virtual reality is and how it can help us on a daily basis. Um, but it's a lot more accessible than you think. Um, you don't have to be a millionaire to afford it. You don't have to be extremely tech savvy to, to work it. Um, it is leverageable for you right now today. Um, so I'm gonna go through a few uh, different options. These are VR headsets that are available to you right now um, to be purchased off the shelf. And these three I've identified to be the most, uh, the easiest to integrate into your daily life. They have the lowest barriers, um, you know, as far as the, the uh, technical difficulty, the complexity of the different interfaces and the price, things like that. So these are really the, the easiest options in more ways than one. So I'll start off with uh, the Google line of products. These are great beginner headsets. Um, I have the Google Cardboard with me here today. I actually gave the Google Daydream to my grandmother. Um, she, she quite enjoys it. It's a great uh, beginner headset um, because it's very low cost. Um, and there's a couple of trade-offs though. So while it is low cost and it's very easy, this, this Google Cardboard is only about $15, maybe $20 online. 
Um, the Google Daydream, which you see also pictured here, is about $50. Um, while it's very inexpensive, you are losing some of the immersive qualities, of course. So as you can see, um, you know, this is the Google Cardboard. You actually put your phone inside of here. Um, and it's not too immersive. You can see I can see out of the side. I'm clearly holding it up to my face. It's harder for me to forget that I am trying virtual reality. It's harder to get lost in it and to enjoy those, those benefits, right? Um, the other takeaway from these two options is that they do require a smartphone. Um, and so they require a smartphone to run on a daily basis. Um, so it plugs in here, like I said. And, and that's not the biggest challenge. Um, many people have smartphones these days, but uh, it does add an extra component to the whole setup. So let's move on to the Oculus Go. And this is the headset that I would actually recommend above all else. Unfortunately, um, the company that makes it, Oculus, uh, decided to discontinue it last year for reasons that I, I really can't understand. Um, it's a great user-friendly headset that um, is very easy to pick up and run with. You don't need a phone to operate it. Um, don't need a computer. It doesn't have any cords attached to it. It's all in one. It's, it's uh, beautiful. Uh, you've got beautiful programs, beautiful pictures inside, um, but it's not too complicated to understand. Uh, it is still possible to purchase this. It's available on eBay for about $100 to $200. So there is a finite supply, but it is really my favorite headset, especially for this population. Um, a couple things to note about this one. So it does have fabric straps. That's something to be mindful of when you're thinking about sanitation. It's a bit harder to clean um, because of the material. And um, while you don't need a smartphone to operate it, um, just when you're using it, you will need a smartphone to set it up. This takes about 10 minutes, and then you'll never need that smartphone again. Um, but it is critical to just getting it out of the box. And then lastly, we have another uh, another headset from Oculus. This is uh, the Oculus Quest 2. So they, the, they had the Quest out for a while. That's a great headset, and they just came out with this new one. Um, this headset is a little bit more complicated than, say, the Go, which makes it a little bit more challenging um, for someone who's not really used to technology, well-versed in technology, to plug and play with. Um, but it has very great visuals. The, the picture inside is very high quality. Um, and there's many different programs that you can uh, download and use on this headset. The trade-offs here are um, that it is a little bit more expensive and it does have some fabric elements. So again, just something to be aware of when you're thinking about sanitation. It's a slightly heavier headset. Um, <clears throat> and like I mentioned, the complexity can be a challenge. So beyond just, you know, it's made for someone who um, who is more tech savvy. Um, but beyond that, you know, there are several buttons, um, both on the headset and with the accompanying controllers. Uh, the typeface is small. There's just some things that can make it difficult. Um, all in all, I would say that this is a great headset uh, because it is an all-in-one headset as well. So a few things to keep in mind if you do choose to go purchase a headset off the shelf. 
Um, and if you're thinking about it, what I'd recommend is just heading to your local Best Buy or local electronics store. Um, just speaking with a, a patient sales rep there, I've done this many, many times. Um, I'm just asking them different questions about uh, different headsets to find the one that's right for you. And often they'll let you try different headsets in store, especially the Oculus Quest. Um, so you can kind of get a feel for it before you buy. Um, of course, you know, there are some precautions to be aware of uh, during COVID times. Um, but that is, you know, generally my recommendation if you're interested in learning more. So again, something to uh, some things to keep in mind if you are thinking about purchasing a, a headset. Um, there are different programs that you can download to all of these headsets. Um, anything that you might imagine, whether it's those travel experiences we looked at earlier, the relaxation environments, or one of those educational programs. Um, but beyond that, uh, you do have to, you know, not every program out there is a winner. Um, there are some things that may invoke nausea because they're just not high quality. Um, there are some scary things out there like roller coasters and haunted houses, which can be fun, but can also be very um, upsetting, <laughs> upsetting for a brand new VR user. Um, and again, them off the shelf. They're not really designed with seniors in mind. So those complex interfaces, the small buttons, small typeface, those can all present challenges uh, for our older loved ones in VR. And because of this, there are some companies that have emerged to kind of alleviate some of these issues because we see the power of VR, we know that it presents um, some great benefits for our loved ones, but there are these challenges in the way that kind of prevent um, people like my grandmother from just really benefiting from this tool. So these companies have emerged to make these things easier. And I've identified uh, a few here. So just again, to touch on the benefits, besides, you know, we have all of the, for an individual, um, it's, it's great to escape, to be entertained, to learn, and to just overall experience more of life. But retirement communities are interested in bringing these in um, because of course they want their residents to thrive in their community. Um, they want to improve engagement and quality of life. And again, this is the tool to do so. It's, it can ward off boredom and the social isolation. Um, it can lift the spirits of the, the community as a whole. So I'm going to cover just a few of these, the leaders in this space. Um, I don't have time today to go into a deep dive of each of them, but I am happy to uh, continue the conversation if you have specific questions related to you or your community. Um, I'm happy to help you find the best fit for you. Um, so I'll just touch on these. Um, all of these companies, MindVR, Rendever, Embodied Labs, and Viva Vita, which is of course my company, um, we bring virtual reality to senior communities directly. With the exception of MindVR, which MindVR does now have an offering available for seniors living at home. All of these other companies um, offer strictly offer VR strictly to retirement communities. Um, and uh, what these companies are selling is essentially a number of headsets. 
Um, and in fact, we use, these companies use a, a entirely different headset. Um, we use the Pico. This is actually not available to consumers off the shelves, but it is the choice for enterprise um, because it is very lightweight, it's very comfortable, and most importantly, it's extremely hygienic and easy to clean. Um, so these companies are all offering some variation of a virtual reality kit, which comes with multiple headsets. Um, the headsets typically have content programming loaded on. So um, at Viva Vida, we specialize in travel programming and relaxation programming. So it's a great tool to both either stimulate your mind or relax your mind. Um, I know Mind VR, they have a few different categories, including a culture, an arts and culture category, and my favorite, the pets category, which is essentially videos of different animals, you know, dogs and cats, and it's, it's really wonderful. Um, Rindever has some different travel content. Um, and Embodied Labs is a little bit different in that they still sell the same kit and everything, but it's actually sold for staff training. So whereas Mind VR, Endeavor, and Viva Vita, we sell VR to um, improve quality of life for the residents, or it's really for the residents to use. Embodied Labs is about training staff through VR, and so their, uh, their experiences are for the, the staff to use. <clears throat> Um, and beyond that, these four companies have some variation, well, I should say uh, a good amount of variation in between the different offerings, different price points, and different features that they may have um, included. So just one more example for you is that something different about Viva Vida, um, we actually include, in addition to the headsets with the different programs inside, um, we include a tablet and this tablet is for um, caregivers or family members or even other seniors to actually control, like, control the experience of the user. So it's essentially kind of like a remote control. And um, you know, a, a caregiver or a loved one can just place the headset on their senior, pick up the tablet, choose which piece of content they'd like to see. You know, whether it's a trip to Italy or a trip to Australia. Just tap that and go from there. Um, and so just uh, with the couple minutes that are left, um, just wanted to, again, uh, talk about Viva Vita. So uh, we do offer the, the same virtual reality kit. It includes um, a number of headsets with the loaded content, that travel and relaxation content and programming um, includes our remote control tablet. We do at this time sell to retirement communities only, um, but it's a, it's a great tool for both a group and individual use for group activities um, or for family members coming in to visit um, or just for seniors on their own to pick up and play with. Um, back here, you'll see a, a picture of my friends at Knollwood, the uh, Army Distaff community here in Washington, D.C. Uh, we were taking a trip in VR uh, on Oculus. So um, with all of that said, I think I will turn it over to questions. Very good. Well, thank you, Carly. Really good stuff. A couple questions have come in. Are there any concerns with regards to balance for uh, a senior that's that's viewing VR? Yes, um, for any new VR user, actually, um, 
there are, you know, you should be aware of uh, a change in balance or even um, something like nausea or dizziness coming on. And while this risk is low and, and this can be rare, um, what we recommend is that first time VR users should always, always experience VR in a seated position, from a sturdy chair, without wheels. Um, and then as you get more used to virtual reality, you know, you may choose to add a spinny chair so you can look all around you. Um, and, but we, yeah, we typically say just stay seated uh, to kind of alleviate that. And uh, it should, in our experience anyway, um, the balance issue is not too much of an issue. What happens if in a year the technology has changed? Is there any concern that maybe the, the technology will be outdated? Mm hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a concern with any piece of technology, even um, when it comes to a new TV or a new cell phone, you know, that where technology is always being improved upon and being modified. And so that is a risk you run. But with the headsets that I have uh, mentioned on this this talk, um, generally you can count on these for uh, two or three years. You're going to be able to, even if they something better comes out, um, you can still get great programs on them and still enjoy it, you know, beyond its obsolescence. Should uh, a senior be worried about any types of uh, scams with regards to using virtual technology, uh, virtual reality? Yeah, so it is a new environment. It's a new digital environment as well. And we know that um, when connecting with the World Wide Web, there is a risk of these bad actors out there trying to take our personal information. Um, and so a way to protect yourself against that is once you have uh, your virtual reality headset set up, um, there's really no need for, you know, most program or many programs, I should say, don't need Wi-Fi or internet connection. You can go ahead and turn your internet connection off um, just to further, uh, uh, you know, cut off that risk. Um, and then if you do want to use a, you know, connect to the internet through your headset, um, just make sure you're doing so on a secure network that you trust. And you won't run into those bad actors if you do do so. You had mentioned, you know, individuals could go to Best Buy or wherever and they could, you know, do a little bit of test run. Is that something that, you know, you mentioned the four companies um, that are offering VR. Is there a way to test the product before before you make this uh, purchase? That's a very good question. Um, I cannot say this for certain, but I believe that the uh, three other companies I mentioned, Mind VR, Rendever, and Embodied Labs, um, for their retirement community customers, I, in, I imagine that they have some sort of trial or demo period. Um, and that's just an assumption on my part, but I make that assumption because at, at our company, at Viva Vita, we do offer a trial period for those retirement community customers. And so that would be a chance for you to try it, see how your residents respond, see how much it's being used. Um, yes, they would have a chance to try that out. Now we had talked about uh, scams. Is are there any are there any other safety concerns that you can think of, Carly? That you know a senior needs to be thinking about when it comes to virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So yes, besides balance, um, nausea and dizziness can be a risk, um, especially if you're already prone to these things or prone to vertigo. Um, 
putting on a VR headset, it can confuse your, your senses. Um, so what I recommend, well, first of all, I should say um, with Viva Vita, we've put a VR headset on over 450 seniors. And I have seen maybe five or six people get nauseous and, and to the point where they wanted to stop. Um, so it's, it is a, a small risk, but to, again, to mitigate that, what you can do is just uh, test it out, stay seated, don't move your head around too much to begin with, just put it on, give it a try, and you know you can always take it off immediately. Um, so if you are one of those people that's prone to dizziness or nausea, that's something to be aware of. Um, and then again, yeah, about staying seated, that is important because you can, you know, with this over your eyes and these pictures you see, um, you can easily bump into your surroundings. You know, if you're trying to walk around, you could run smack into a wall. You wouldn't even know it's coming. So things like that can, of course, happen. Um, I think those would be the main concerns, Jason. Okay. Uh, regarding resources, what do you recommend for somebody that's thinking about this outside of watching our webinar and a lot of the amazing work that you do as far as community outreach? Where can people go to learn more about VR? Sure. Well, I would definitely welcome uh, anyone reach out to me and I'm, I'm happy to um, assist you in your own journey to bring in virtual reality to your life. Um, but there are many resources out there today um, from those reputable sources that I mentioned earlier, and also places like Knowledgeable Aging and Senior Housing News. Um, many places have published articles on the benefits and the risks posed by virtual reality. So I would encourage everyone to do, do a search um, on their computer or even ask you know your your uh, your family members um, your community members uh, even people like your local librarian if they could help you find more resources such as those very good well Carly how can people find you and your company sure um, so I welcome everyone to connect with me online um, you can reach me by my email address, uh, which is carlyberryman at vivavita.org, or just go to our website, uh, vivavita.org, and um, it's very easy to contact us that way. Very good. Well, this has been excellent stuff. Uh, really, really educational. Um, lots of good information. Um, do you have a phone number, Carly, by chance, for people to reach you? Yes, I do. Um, the, my phone number can be found on the screen, um, but it is 405-694-0969. Very good. Well, this uh, webinar will be on our YouTube page. So go to YouTube, type in Knowledgeable Aging. I encourage you to subscribe. Uh, we're putting out content two to three times per week. This will also be converted to a podcast. You can find us on Apple Tunes, uh, Spotify. Till next time, I'm your host, Jason Kotar, and this is Knowledgeable Aging.